Hey everyone, welcome back to the AI Train with Tim and Leanne. This week we are tackling one of the newest capabilities that ChatGPT has been dropped on us in the last few weeks, which is DALI 3. Now, if you're not familiar with DALI, it is OpenAI's amazing image generation uh, AI platform, much like Midjourney and a few others that are out there. But uh, you know, in the last week or so, Leanne and I have been having a bit of a play with that and uh, seeing what we can get out of it. Leanne, what do you think? Yeah, I was very, very excited when um, Dali joined forces with ChatGPT because I'm trying to avoid shiny object syndrome by going to all the different platforms out there. So I love that it kind of came to me <laughs> in, in ChatGPT. <laughs> it rhymes. Um, so, yeah, and I've been playing around with it and I've found that it's, yeah, it's got some very yeah enlightening and amusing results. Um, like we were playing around with it for our podcast artwork and it was very interesting, like some of the graphics that were coming up. Look, sometimes it was a bit too complicated for we did say we want a podcast artwork and you obviously want something clean. Um, and then we started introducing the people aspect, um, trying to get us in little uh, avatar form created. And, uh, yeah, that was a bit of fun. So I'm really excited about it. And I think it's very easy for those who don't know prompt engineering uh, to get good results from it. For sure. To break it down for anyone who isn't familiar with uh, the way it works inside of ChatGPT, though, is very similar to the way you would prompt just normal text. But you just say to it, hey, I'd like an image of an apple falling from a tree uh, in various styles. Thanks. And you could even say, uh, make it 16 by 9 to make it widescreen so it'll generate some widescreen images for you. Uh, and then ChatGPT will pass that across to AI's, uh, sorry, OpenAI's um, DALI 3 engine and it will start generating images for you. Now, it sounds very much of a muchness with things like Midjourney, like I said before, but the differences are that you don't have to download Discord, you don't have to get into a forum, you don't have to pay extra money for that. It is really simple to be able to just go into ChatGPT4 and select the plugin. That said, it's not available to any free accounts at the moment. It is just for the paid accounts of OpenAI's ChatGPT. But uh, it's something that I know that they're looking to try and extend and do other things with um, possibly in the future. Of course, we're still in that um, that phase where they're collecting data and trying to, to get as much worth out of everyone at the moment before <laughs> they, they pass that over. That's it. Well, it's got to be like, I reckon definitely it's got to be for the paid members because I think before when, you know, you were a paid subscriber at ChatGPT and really there was no real bonus. Oh, yeah, there's plugins. Cool. But now we're kind of seeing there are plenty of benefits of actually upgrading, which is good because I know like, for example, where, where Trello users, I've stuck to the free one. I haven't needed to upgrade because I have quite a lot of capability. Uh, so I think it's quite good. Uh, look, the, the one thing I'm glad they've got across the free one and the pay one is the custom instructions, which we talked about a bit last week. Um, but yeah, I think making it successful for the paid ones, it makes us feel a bit special as well. Absolutely. So Leanne, tell me about some of the amazing things you've generated with DALI on ChatGPT in the last week or so, and some of the most amazing failures too, because I've got a few doozies. Yeah, well, going back to that podcast artwork thing, uh, even though I kept trying to describe you, Tim, uh, it kept wanting to make you old and grey. Even though I'm saying no brown beard and hair and it kept making you look like, uh, I don't know, like a nutty professor or, a, I don't know, some sort of, yeah, grey scientist, uh, which was interesting even though I kept prompting it. Uh, but I had a bit of play around with it actually with with my kids and they had a lot of fun with that, just trying to get, you know, they both had birthdays and so, you know, getting a 10-year-old 
uh, with you know Gabrielle with the cake and this is what her hair looks like and uh, and she was so excited by the graphics. She went away and made that her um, kids' messenger profile pic. Uh, and then, you know, and I'll do my, my youngest as well. Uh, she loves gymnastics and the graphic. Oh, my gosh, it looked just like her. Uh, and she said, oh, my eyes look freaky. They actually didn't. I know that's a big <laughs> issue with some of these things, actually. I'm like, no, your blue eyes are a little bit freaky, kid, um, in a cute way. Uh, but yeah, and that so that was that was quite good. Um, but then trying to get my my husband, for example, um, it just could not capture what I was describing, uh, which is fine. I think you know that's where obviously uploading images and getting to work with that is going to help you if you really need to emulate another person. But we've had a bit of fun with that anyway. What about some of the? Have you had any other um, major successes though? Like is something that you've just gone like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, well, I also played around with it. So I was speaking to a client the other day uh, and they were like, oh, do you have any tips for images for our blogs? And I'm like, well, actually, rather, you know, I'm a big Canva user, rather than a Canva, you can actually ask it to create some graphics that suit your article exactly, rather than going searching for it. Uh, so these guys do like pet vitamins uh, and, you know, for, for joint health for their pets. And I put in a very basic prompt about that. And it was some really great imagery, cartoons of like all these animals doing like yoga stretches for their joints, as well as um, then an actual photographic image of a, a, a cat and a dog like pouring their weight, uh, you know, their paw, trying to grab a bottle of vitamins, uh, which it was all pretty cute and they loved it. So that's, um, I think that can be a really great usage for it, for, yeah, for social media, for blog posts, really creating unique things that you don't need to one credit anyone or two you know spend a lot of time finding the perfect image um but i know you've had even more playtime than i have tim you've gone down a bit of rabbit hole what i have, have you found i think the most stuff i've been prompting chat gpt in the last week has been nothing but uh daily imagery so like i'm looking at um and like i've saved nearly everything like i mean i haven't saved absolutely all of the images because when it when it does generate it generates usually between you know two and four images some it tries to always do four but there are sometimes where it'll either fall over a snag of its own content policy so it won't give you the image because it might have gone like hey you know there's oh, something yes. wrong with that image just 100 percent on that i i asked for my daughter who's got long hair down to her bottom I said long brown hair down to her bottom and it came up saying there was an issue there. So bottom. Uh, and also in another group I was in, someone was having issues because he was saying a man penetrating the dirt, obviously all very. Um, so it does have a bit of a dirty mind. Anything can be slightly taken as being wrong, even if you have good intentions. So you just be wary of those words. So I just want to throw that in. I've noticed this, like language is, is definitely a thing that you need to be either mastering or understanding a bit more when you're doing these kind of things because just because you're right like it could misconstrue what your intention is or what the intention of the of the image would be um, so for me like as I said like I've been prompting it quite regularly and what I started on was some AI imagery around some actually I just wanted some nice wallpapers for my, my Mac so I'm a bit of a, a video game fan and I love the, the video game Fallout series so I started going like hey can you just start doing some imagery around like the 
the Lone Wanderer, and I started describing things from the game, also adding the word Fallout in there. Initially, no problems at all. It, it just went, yep, sure, that's no worries, and started producing me some really beautiful artwork. I'm actually still using some of that artwork um, as my background on my Mac at the moment. But what I found really quickly was that when I started to sort of trend into other um, video game properties, so I, started, I said, oh, you know, can you give me um, a beautiful photo or a, a great, you know, watercolor image of Geralt from The Witcher? It immediately went, yeah, no, that's um, that's copyrighted. Thanks, buddy. Um, oh, we're not. I'm not going to do that. So then it started to to start talking about that. But if I said, um, you know, the main character from The Witcher, it'd be like, oh yeah, sure, here you go. And it'd do exactly what I wanted to do. So even like last night, um, there's a uh, there was a, an image that someone sent me, obviously AI generated, and it was of a character from a video game called Cyberpunk 2077. And um, there's a character in that called Johnny Silverhands. Now technically, it is actually Keanu Reeves who voices and they they took the model for for that that character. But someone had put um, George Costanza from Seinfeld as Johnny Silverhands, and I thought that was that was brilliant. So I, I passed that as a prompt. Um, and if I added George Costanza, fine, it'd go and do it. But if I said George Costanza from Seinfeld, they'd be like, yeah, sorry. Um, there's a oh. content policy restriction on that, thanks. So it, it, it does know that there are limitations around like, you know, copyright and IP, which I thought was really good because it means that like, you know, you might not be able to regenerate or like artworks or things that are going to be, you know, besmirching someone's uh, intent or, or information or, or other copyright pur- purposes out there on... Uh, you know, in in the in the world and on the web. Um, that said, though, it is it was just for some, something kind of funny. So, uh, you know, I don't I'm not, I've not tried saying like you know this will not be used for commercial purposes or this will not be used for whatever. Yeah. But long story short, got got some great imagery out for wallpapers. But much like you said about um, article. Um, article titles and article imagery what I've done is taken some of my old article titles and I've run them through only in the last day um, run them through uh, Dali 3 and I've got some amazing stuff like I've literally just said you know like some of one of my articles or actually one of the articles you put up um, yesterday in your workshop um, I went and did a, a couple of images for um, of course my article was called five kick-ass strategies to boost your small business online presence but it was um yeah, it's, it's come back with some great things like, you know, rocket ships taking off or like, you know, a, a, a cartoon imagery of like a, a boxer standing in a boxing ring, like, you know, beating up a, a business, which is I thought was kind of weird and a bit hilarious. Um, but I started doing it with all of my other things as well. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I was I've got a lot of email content. So I've got like, you know, a cat sleeping on a keyboard cause about like, you know, um, an article about like, don't, don't be boring in your emails or... Yeah, all that stuff. You could go down the rabbit hole and go like searching for them. But now, uh, and you don't have to be overcomplicated with the prompt. Um, you know, you can obviously get four different versions and go, oh, actually, I like that one. Can you expand on that and change that? Um, I find that putting words, though, into the graphics can be a bit messy. So, like, I asked for a graphic that I was going to use for a Facebook group, you know, um, a, you know, a road map kind of scenery with two signs, one that says ChatGPT, another one that says humanity. And it took me about three or four attempts to make ChatGPT spelt correctly, not chat GPF or whatever other letters it used, even though I gave the, I, I'm like, did I do any typos? No, I didn't. Uh, so it took me to go, no, can you correct the spelling ChatGPT? And then it's some weird character thing as well. And I'm like, anyway. So I find words a little bit iffy. 
Uh, I haven't seen anything weird with the fingers. I know that's been uh, brought up a lot. <laughs> I also never really went down the mid-journey because of Discord and all that, too many steps. Oh, mid-journey mid in its 75,000 fingers was amazing. Like, especially yeah. the worst, the, it was even worse. It was more creepy before that. It was teeth. It was it was fingers and teeth. And, and eyes, it looked weird, yeah. Oh, you'd get some hilarious, like, like almost, um, you know, just horror show kind of, like, you know, teeth coming out of it. Um, like Cronenberg style horror. It was just, it was really bizarre. Uh, I've seen some as well with that. There's just a hand that's not associated to the body or something weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I find that, yeah, that, you know, little annoying things like that, but you know, like just spend another five minutes just following up with the prompts and then it got there. I'm like, actually, that's really great. And I'm really happy with that image. And it's what I wanted. Um, and, and that that's the benefit over mid journey here is that it's still generating really great quality imagery. It's still creating creating um, you know things that might be a little bit iffy, but you can you can correct them through an additional prompt. You can say, hey, I really like number four. Can you take the image or take the text out of that? Can you change the color of that hair to blonde or something? You know, so you, you can you can do those kind of things. It won't give you the exact same image again, of course, with just those tweaks. It'll it'll try and redo the whole thing, but you're going to get an approximation between the two. Yeah, and what we found as well, right, like the podcast artwork, we found something that worked really well and then we like, all right, if we tried to get our names added to it, oh, it's going to get messy. So, yeah, like you did, just took it to Canva and then just made the final little tweaks to it. So that's obviously, you know, it's still available. It's still very easy to use Canva, uh, but you can get just the great concepts, I think, um, and if you have that more clarity on what style as well, you want anime or you want whatever, uh, then, yeah, it's just been very fun. To, I know, just don't go down the rabbit hole playing around with it too much. I think it's probably the <laughs> biggest thing. But it did, actually, we timed out. We did the timeout thing. So when I was doing it with the family, I obviously went too many times. I don't know what the limit is, but it's like, okay, time for a five-minute break. I, I understand the limit now. So the limit isn't actually for an individual account. The limit is collectively across the entire internet. So oh, right. if, okay. if you're if you're hitting it pretty hard, like last night when it was must have been pretty low, a lull, I started hitting it pretty hard and it was just going like, yep, here's some images. Great, great, great. And then all of a sudden it went like, oh, you know, hold up, buddy. We're going to give some other people a bit of a, a bit of a chance to do to use this. Can you wait zero minutes? And I went like, sure, hit regenerate. It went off and just started doing it flat out again. So huh. it looks like the um, the actual limitation is now on the collective use of, of DALI 3, not an individual's account or tokenized thing. I would, I'm going to say that they're going to probably limit that, although they might go like, you know, hey, per account, you can generate four images a minute or something or four images every five minutes or something. So I would say that they will, they will drop it down. But yeah, yeah. In, in the long long run of things, it's not um, it's not an individual account thing, which is, which is kind of good. It's interesting you said about um, attribution earlier too. What I've been noticing since I've been reading a lot of these AI articles, of course, is that the people who were writing them are also using things like Midjourney and Dali to be able to create imagery for their, their articles, which is great. Um, and it, they look really fantastic. But that attribution point where you don't have to sort of, you know, credit anyone about the imagery, what I've seen a lot of people do or a lot of a lot of group, bigger groups do. Um, I was reading a VentureBeat article yesterday and um, they had like um, the image credit was VentureBeat and MidJourney. So they were, they were kind of like saying that collaboratively that they came up with this piece of imagery for, which I think is probably from a transparency perspective at least. It's probably a, a much good to do. Yeah, you don't have to, um, but definitely, yeah, I think it would be good. I mean, I'm also, you know, one of my pet hates is seeing people going, oh, look at this picture, picture book I wrote uh with ai and obviously they had basically minimal input 
Uh, and then I'm like, and then even the, the post they're putting to promote it, uh, obviously it was written by AI. I don't really feel like I resonate with that whole thing, but I think if you're just sharing images here and there, yeah, look, yeah, credit it. Um, if, yeah, I mean, there's a whole conversation about copywriters and do you have to credit that ChatGPT wrote, co-wrote things as well. But um, I think it's an interesting topic. I think it is nice, for, like I said, for transparency to say it at least. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, and I mean, for the artist sort of things, like if you are going to go off and do a pitch book, go and actually hire an illustrator because you know what? The imagery between the first yeah. image in the book and the second one and the third one, they're all going to be, they're all going to match. They're all going to be similar. I, I don't know how these people have been creating like, you know, kids books and picture books that are like so f similar in their art style. Unless the prompt must be enormous to be able to try and ge generate something or they've, or they've generated a thousand images to be able to get one that works for that next page to be able to do the next page, which is another thousand and another thousand. So it must be an enormous amount of time to actually generate imagery um, that would match the character that they've had in the previous page and that kind of thing. It's a bit, it's a bit all over the shop. Yeah, you're right. Because even when you say, you know, using version two now, change this, it often goes a little bit too far. You're like, no, no, I don't want to like change the whole thing. Just wanted to change this little aspect to it. So you're right. It probably, it's, I mean, it could, could then take a lot more hard work than we're giving them credit for. But <laughs> yeah, I think it's very interesting. Um, yeah, I would also prefer to support an illustrator and you know know that the quality is there and it's it's supporting a small business or a micro business owner as well. Absolutely, pay your creatives, people. Pay your creatives. Anyway, look, we've hit we've hit the very end of the episode. Uh, it's been fantastic talking about Daily Three again today. And look, you can always catch us, you know, here on your your favorite podcast app. Uh, for us to be able to uh, come along and talk to you all about ChatGPT, AI in general, and everything in between. Um, Leanne, do you have anything else? Uh, no, just, yeah, I'd love to hear. Uh, you know, you can follow us on the socials. Uh, how you going, Ladali? Anything that you've found that you're loving or hating? And, um, yeah, we can maybe talk about another episode. Awesome. Well, until next time, we'll see you later. See ya.